You're listening to the Back Row Jet Show, part of the Back Row Network. Beautiful touch throw by Darnold. Darnold trying to extend his drive, throws off his big foot off balance, and he somehow finds Crowder. Here's some teammates deflected, and picked up Mosey. Now take it in. It's a pick six. Over the middle, caught, Mills, touchdown! Here's a pass to Perman who catches it for his third touchdown play of the game. Welcome into another episode of the Back Road Jet Show. I am Tom Tuttle. Today we are going to have to talk about the New York Jets, unfortunately, because they suck and everything is going to absolute garbage. However... There are some good things and bad things and ugly things, and we'll get into that in just a moment. But first, I want to <laughs> I want to correct a mistake that I made last week, and if you heard it, I'm sorry. I did uh, correct it and put it out uh, immediately once I realized that we weren't playing against the Denver Broncos last week, and we were playing against the Indianapolis Colts. So when I did my two keys to success last week, originally it was on the Broncos. I misread the schedule and thought we were going against the Broncos. That's not true. (laughs) Obviously, we just got crushed by the Colts. So if you did listen to the Broncos one, I'm sorry. Uh, Then you can listen to it again this week because we are playing the Broncos this week. But uh, yeah, that's (laughs) that's a rookie mistake. Rookie mistake on me. I'll take it. I guess uh, it's okay to make a mistake if you are anything affiliated with the New York Jets in any facet because the the New York Jets are making mistakes left and right. Um, so, yes, I made a mistake. Lump me in with the rest of the New York Jets organization if you want to. Uh, that's perfectly fine. Um, I did. I also made the mistake on Fantasy Fuel. Uh, I, I continued going with it because it's the same thing. But go ahead and listen to uh, Fantasy Fuel if you want to, if you're in a fantasy football, fantasyfuelpodcast.com. But enough of that. Let's get into our first segment. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, like always, we're going to start with the good. And it's going to be the, the probably the shortest part of this segment because there's just not enough good there's not enough good the defense again wasn't good enough i mean i'm I'm not even i can't even start this segment i can't even do the segment without starting it with bad stuff that's how bad it is anyway get back to the good i'm back to the good um we we moved the ball I'm sorry. We moved the ball a little bit. It was it was okay at the start of the game, but then once the game moved on, it just got worse and worse. But it looked like we were able to move the ball with our not our first drive. Our first drive was bad, and we'll get into that too. But and our next drive seemed pretty good. We got a touchdown uh, to to uh, again again the what is supposed to be our fifth wide receiver. Um, yeah, Braxton Berrios. <laughs> what the heck? He's how is he our best wide receiver? He's our fifth guy. What is happening? Really, New York Jets. It, it, it we moved the ball a little bit, and then we moved the ball a little bit more, and then it ends with some bad stuff. And we'll get into that right now because that's the only 
good stuff I got to say about the New York Jets. We moved the ball a little bit at the beginning of the game. That's it. That's it. That's it. We're getting into the bad right now. The bad, the defense. The defense was bad, bad, bad. Again, we did not do what I said was going to be a key to, to success. If you listened to the the updated version of the two keys to success when I did the Colts. Um, yeah, what I said was we got to put pressure on Philip Rivers and make him make a mistake. We did not. We did not give pressure to Philip Rivers at all. We gave him time. He picked us apart because we had a soft defense every single time. It's still soft. It's terrible. I can't stand it. Again, I'm going to call for Adam Gase to be fired every single week he's on this team. He's going to be called to be fired every week. I don't care if we win. He's just not good enough. There's no point for him to be on the team. But besides that, more of the bad. Our defense was bad. And our offense, after the first like three drives, was pretty bad. Pretty bad. We couldn't get anything together. It was just disgusting. Really disgusting. Which, if something's disgusting, it could be pretty ugly. So let's just get into the ugly right now. This is the biggest problem with the game this last week. Other than Adam Gase, obviously he's the biggest uh, problem for the New York Jets right now. But the biggest problem for the New York Jets last week was Sam Darnold. As much as he looked good on some of the drives where we got that touchdown to Braxton Berrios and we ended up tying the game 7-7, to well, the reason we tied the game 7-7 to was because, well, we gave them 7 points. Immediately, Sam Darnold throws a pick six to the Colts, and we're down zero to seven. Immediately, immediately, just like we were down zero to seven last week against the San Francisco 49ers, we we're down immediately again zero to seven or seven to zero, however you want to say it. Doesn't matter. We we were down. We're playing down immediately, and that's never a good way to start a game. Um. So yeah, we're down. We're down by seven. Sam Donald comes back. He does something actually pretty good. We get a good touchdown to Braxton Berrios, who, again, is our fifth receiver on the team. But right now he's playing as our second receiver, and he's, his numbers are saying that he's our best receiver on the team. That's really saying something. We'll get into that a little bit later too. But uh, Sam Donald looked good on the second drive, but then it just kind of all stalled out. And then he... Went and we uh, he actually did look pretty good on another drive. We went down, got to the to the uh, red zone, and we threw it to the end zone. And it was a terrible pass by Sam Darnold. Completely didn't see the guy coming from the left side. Um, and the guy that I don't even remember who who was that picked off Sam Darnold in the end zone, but it was an interception in the end zone. That's another seven points that you're just giving away. So right now that's fourteen points. Fourteen points that. We gave to the other team. We gave them. We didn't get the the seven touchdown, seven points for the touchdown, and we gave them seven points for a touchdown. That's seven plus seven. That's fourteen points. Okay, and we lost the game um, by a lot, like thirty six. But at one point it was thirty one to seven. Okay, but if you really look at it, if Sam Darnold doesn't throw the pick six, and he doesn't throw the interception in the end zone, and then he had another pick six, that's 21-point difference. That's a 21-point difference. And at that point, if you do all the math, we're only down by a little bit. It's not even that much. So we would have 14 points if he didn't throw that interception in the end zone. 
and you take 14 points away from their 31 at that point, and yeah, we're right in the game. And Sam Darnold doesn't look terrible every single time he throws the ball. But when he throws really bad passes, it makes him look like he's not good. But he's actually a good quarterback. The problem is a lot of people are going to be calling for a Joe Flacco to you know, take over the reins at this point. It doesn't matter unless we get rid of Adam Gase. Adam Gase is the reason that we're not successful to begin with. Now, if Sam, Dar- I want to see what Sam Donald could do without Adam Gase barking down his shoulder, looking at him, because it's just, I'm not saying Adam Gase is putting pressure on him. He's just not pl- uh, giving the, the, the right play calls. I've seen a lot of dump-off throws, a lot of little dump-off stuff that maybe Adam Gase is saying, I don't trust in you, Sam, and I don't want you to make a mistake. Well, I'm sorry, let him make some mistakes. Obviously, he's still making mistakes, even on the dump-off throws. So give the guy a little bit more free reign. Say, you got to make some decisions. you got to get this guy open out in the middle of the field here, down 15 yards away, instead of the you know five-yard uh, five dump-off. I'm just kind of getting sick of the little dump off passes for this offense it's not working and I don't want to keep doing it and that falls on Adam Gase so before we get rid of uh Sam Darnold as our starting quarterback and we end up thinking maybe we start Joe Flacco which I'm not I'm not opposed to if Sam Darnold continues to look bad I want I want somebody else to get in there maybe Joe Flacco can do something We, we saw what the Bears did with uh, Mitchell Trubisky. He started being bad again, which he kind of always has been. And they said, you know what? We're not going to win this game unless we make a change at quarterback. So what they do? They put in the Super Bowl champ. <laughs> we, don't, we, we have a Super Bowl champ in Joe Flacco. And so did the Bears with Nick Foles. Nick Foles has won a Super Bowl with the Eagles. And we've seen that Joe Flacco has won a Super Bowl with the Baltimore Ravens. So... Let's put in the Super Bowl champ if we have to. But I want to see what Sam Darnold can do without Adam Gase first. So fire Adam Gase right now. (laughs) Right this minute. Right this minute. And get Sam Darnold for, for Thursday night and see what he can do against the Broncos. Okay, this is actually the Broncos this time I'm talking about. We're playing against the Broncos Thursday night. I didn't misread the schedule, so <laughs> and 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 another thing I've been alluding to this entire time is the fact that Sam Darnold is throwing to Braxton Berrios. Let's not forget how far down the depth chart Braxton Berrios really is. Okay, Jameson Crowder, he's out. Brashad Perryman, he's out. That's two people. Chris Hogan's not out. He's on the field. When I'm, I don't want to talk about Chris Hogan, okay? But we right now we have Crowder, Perryman, Denzel Mims. That's the third guy. The fourth guy, Vincent Smith, all right? Now we can talk about Chris Hogan. That's the fifth guy. He is the number one receiver on the Jets team, even though he did nothing last week against the Colts. And then we got Braxton Berrios, our number six, Okay? When Braxton Burrows is your number two guy on the team, it's not good. I said this last week. It's not good enough. You can't have Chris Hogan be your best receiver on the team and Braxton Burrows be your second best receiver on the team. And then you have Chris Herndon doing almost nothing again. Just not good enough. It's not good enough out of Chris Herndon. If he's, and it's, that falls on Adam Gase too. He's got him blocking too much. 
He's blocking way too much. We don't have any receivers, and yet you're putting you're putting Chris Hogan or Chris Herndon, our tight end, who's supposed to be this guy that's supposed to be able to catch all these balls. You're making him block almost half the time he's out there. Come on, Adam Gase. Jeez Louise, man. You got to give Sam Darnold some tar- some guys to throw to. We got Chris Hogan, who was somebody who wasn't even on the team to start with. He was a free agent for a reason. I like the guy, but he is not supposed to be a number one receiver. Braxton Berrios was never a number one or a number two anywhere he ever. He's never going to happen. But yet, that's what's happening with the New York Jets right now. So we are down to our fifth and sixth and seventh receiver for Sam Donald to throw to. I don't care who you are. You're not going to be successful. You're not going to win all your games. You can be Aaron Rodgers. You can be Russell Wilson. It doesn't matter. It's going to be a lot more difficult. We don't have Tyler Lockett. We don't have DK Metcalf. I would kill for them right now. Sam Donald would be way better off with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf if we if it was Russell Wilson. If he couldn't throw to these guys like he throws to Lockett and DK Metcalf. I'm sorry, and I'm not comparing Russell Wilson to Sam Donald, but I'm comparing the the lack of the wide receiver's abilities. Because I don't know, some of these interceptions that Sam Donald's throwing, is it on Sam Donald entirely? Or is it on the fact that these wide receivers... Now, the one in the end zone, I will get put on Sam Donald. That's his fault. He should have seen that cornerback coming out from the left side. He didn't. But the other ones, it's kind of difficult to know if these wide receivers are actually running these routes crisp enough or to the right spot. Some of this might not be on Sam Darnold. Some of it has to be the fact that we're using our fifth and sixth wide receivers and seventh wide receivers as our number one, number two, and number three guys because we don't have our top four wide receivers. How difficult is that? How difficult is that for any quarterback to be successful without the top four wide receivers and their best running back in Le'Veon Bell? We don't even have that. We have nothing. Frank Gore, LaMarca Pirine, that's that's our best running backs. And then Kalen Balazs, the guy that did absolute garbage on the on the Miami Dolphins, that's who we got playing right now. We can't be successful. Sam Darnold can't be successful with the weapons he has right now. It, it can't happen. We have to get these guys healthy. Le'Veon needs to be coming back. We need Perryman. We need Crowder, especially Crowder. That's the big one right there. We need Crowder to be healthy for next week. If we can't have Crowder, this is going to be a real struggle. And we might even lose to the Broncos, who are not a good team. So, my gosh, where else do we go? I guess we can just get into next week's game because there's no – what else do I say about this team? It's bad. It's ugly. There's very, very little good. So let's just move on to the next segment. Two keys to success. Well, immediately, the first key to success, and I'm, I, I don't know whether or not I'm going to just keep doing this every week until Adam Gase is fired, but the first key to success, get rid of Adam Gase. <laughs> That's the biggest key to success. And this might be a shorter episode because that, that is the, the one thing we need to do right now. What are you waiting for? The guy's garbage. 
how long do we have to suffer with this type of offense to where we can't get anything going because it's dump off, dump off, dump off? To, and how long do we have to suffer with this type of defense where we can't even cover guys that are doing five-yard routes? We're doing five-yard routes on offense, and they're covering us. So why can't we do that on defense? Somebody needs to make a change, and we got to get rid of Adam Gase. And get rid of the defensive coordinators and all the other guys that are, are doing that. That's fine. I don't care. But it has to start with Adam Gase. He is the face of the franchise right now. It's not Sam Darnold. Who, when you talk about the New York Jets, the first thing that comes to your mind is Adam Gase. That's a problem because it's not for good reason. When you think of the Patriots, you used to think Tom Brady and Belichick. Now you think of Belichick immediately, and that's for good reasons. When you think of the coach, it's either for really good reasons or really bad reasons. And guess what? We haven't been successful for years. The last time we made the playoffs was with with Sanchez, and he was a bad quarterback. But we had a coach that knew how to do a defense that was so successful that it didn't matter how good or bad Sanchez was. We need a new head coach. That's the first key to success until they get rid of him every single week. And you're going to hear it every week, every single week. And you're going to probably get tired of it. And you're going to be just as mad at the New York Jets for keeping Adam Gase around for, for, for ugh, I can't even talk about it anymore. It's just horrible for as long as he's there. It's going to be a problem. All right. The next key to success to beat the Denver Broncos, I didn't even talk about the Broncos in that first key to success because it didn't need to be talked about. But the next key for success against the Denver Broncos on Thursday night football is just put pressure on the entire offense for the Broncos. And I know we won't. I know we won't, but we can still win this game even if we don't. The Broncos aren't a good team. They're a bad team. They they don't know how to move the ball, and I don't know whether or not they're going to have Drew Locke back. I think he's going to be out for quite some time. I think it's going to be like uh, two to six weeks or something like that for Drew Locke. So we're going to have a backup quarterback in there and against a team that doesn't have their best wide receiver on the field either. And Philip Lindsay, I'm pretty sure he's not going to play. He could play, I think, last I saw. So there's not going to be a lot of weapons for the Denver Broncos. And they're not going to have a quarterback that's really going to be any good. Maybe maybe you're saying, well, Sam Darnold's not any good either. Well, I understand that, and I, I'll let you I'll let you say that for, for as long, however long you want to say it. But I just think that the Jets need to put some pressure on this quarterback for the Denver Broncos in Jeff Driscoll, which I'm not even sure if he's going to actually start the game at that point because they ended up benching Driscoll for the backup quarterback to to Jeff Driscoll, which is the third-string quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Uh, now, I don't even know this guy's name. Who's the th- uh, Let me look. I'm finding it. Just give me the uh, Ripen, Ripian. I don't even know. I've never even heard of this guy before for the Denver Broncos. So we're going to have a guy that's either in Jeff Driscoll, who is not a good quarterback, and if we put pressure on him, he's not going to be good. He wasn't good enough against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, so you got to think that you know, he's going to look like a superstar against the Jets, obviously. But if Jeff Driscoll is starting, and it's not Ripien or Ripen or whatever this guy's last name is, um, we just got to put pressure on the quarterback and the wide receivers for that matter. We have to put pressure on him. Make it so that the guy, the quarterback, which one, whoever one it is, is going to be starting, we, we, they have to make a decision immediately 
make them think, oh man, that guy is not open. This guy is not open, but I got to throw it because they're blitzing me and I'm not a good quarterback. So I don't know how to escape this pressure without making some mistake and make the quarterback make a mistake. It didn't work with um, the Colts this last week in Phillip Rivers, even though that's what I said we had to do to win this game. But I tell you what, if we actually do it, if we stop playing soft defense and we go up and smash them in the mouth a little bit, we can win this game against the Broncos. Now, I don't know if I want to win the game against the Broncos if we still have Adam Gase as the coach, because at this point, if we lose to the Broncos, I almost guarantee that if Adam Gates is still the coach and we lose the Broncos, he will never be the coach of the New York Jets again. I almost guarantee it. So maybe, maybe we sacrifice and just lose to the Broncos and get it done and over with. But I don't know. I don't, don't, I never like losing, but I'm almost okay with it if we do. But I tell you what, I think that's probably about it for the show. But uh, I, I just want you to go check out uh, my podcast as well. I already mentioned it a little bit earlier with uh, John Eddie Jr. We do a little fantasy football show. It's called Fantasy Fuel. So go check out Fantasy Fuel. You can find it at pretty much every uh, place you can find any type of uh, podcast app, anything like that. You can find Apple Podcasts, you know, anywhere, anywhere. It doesn't really matter. So check it out, uh, fantasyfuelpodcast.com. There are also a whole ton of back row podcast where you can get other teams like the Eagles that John Ada Jr. does. Uh, Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.